Yo, yo, what's going on, Brohova Witness? It's your boy, Jerry, the T-Rex for Washington here at General Fitness Company Studio. Today is Monday, September 20th, 2021. It's the day before fall, and it's looking like fall out here. It's getting a little dark outside, and it's uh, relatively early. It's only 8 o'clock, and yeah, it's pretty much dark. <laughs> but yeah, uh, today I want to talk about... Huh? <laughs> Actually, I was talking about uh, this in the episode, growing back darker and thicker. I was talking about beards and shrubs, and I was talking about adversity in general. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about this in the context of, uh, first, uh, my son this weekend was actually asking me about uh, my my beard and where to go. I actually cut it off a little bit. And uh, he was like, hey, you know, what's going on with that? And it just brought back some memories of me trying to grow my beard and uh that kind of just set my mind going into other situations about adversity. And today I want to talk about that. I want to talk about, you know, adversity and how sometimes we focus on problems when we should be focusing on solutions. We focus on our obstacles when we should be focusing on our potential. So what I want us to think about today is how much potential we have and what we can do with that potential rather than focusing on these problems and what these problems are doing to us. So, Without further ado, let's go ahead and get this episode underway, Season 8, Episode 105, and we're going to call this one, Do Your Ancestors Proud. Let go! All right, so here we are. We're on Monday evening. Uh, we're uh, kind of late. Well, not that late. It's actually earlier than I normally record my podcast, but it looks late because it's starting to get uh, a little dark. Fall is upon us. It's coming pretty, actually, uh, tomorrow starts fall officially. <laughs> but yeah, um, a lot of things I've been thinking about lately. There's, there's been kind of some some trials and tribulations, if you will. Nothing crazy, but some stuff that's been holding me back recently that... I shouldn't even say hold me back. I've been I've been experiencing some 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 setbacks, some things that are like obstacles that are not not ideal situations. Let's put it that way. So... I was just thinking about like how these uh, these situations sometimes can grow into <laughs> yeah, well, terrible situations and they can also just change completely with belief. So I want to talk about that today because uh, I was actually thinking about this this weekend. Uh, it was a great weekend. I was hanging out, you know, just enjoying the sun. And this Sunday I went to go see or last Sunday, I should say yesterday because it's Monday. I went to see my son and uh, he, he brought back a memory for me. I had actually shaved my beard and my son was like, hey, dad, you look different without your beard. And I was like, yeah, you know, I cut it off a little bit. I don't really have a, you know, I don't really grow a long beard, but, you know, I guess 
me being clean shaven as opposed to five o'clock shadow can look different to, you know, somebody that sees you once a week. Right. <laughs> so he was like, Hey, you know, what, what's up with the beard, dad? You look different. So it just, I just told him, yeah, I decided to shave it, but it just brought me back to uh, when I was younger. And I remember asking my dad about his beard and he was telling me about his beard. And I was like, how can I grow a beard, dad? And he was like, well, you know, they say that if you, if, when you cut it, it grows back thicker and darker. And I was like, oh, snap. All right, cool. <laughs> so I remember I was like in sixth grade, like 12 years old or something like that. And I was just sitting there just shaving every day, trying to get my, <laughs> trying to get my beard to grow. I remember my mom was like, stop shaving. What are you doing? Because I would just cut my face up because I didn't know what I was doing. I was just like shaving sideways. I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, but yeah, that, it just reminds me. It's just like, you know, beards as well as like, just pretty much anything that grows. You can't just let it grow and expect it to just grow, right? I mean, it will grow. But if you want it to grow back thicker and darker, you want to, you're going to have to cut it. So like hedges, for instance, you know, like if, if you want your hedges to be healthy, you have to sometimes trim them. I was actually just looking at my plants not too long ago. And uh, one of my friends was telling me, hey, you know, if you want your plants to grow the right way, you can't just let them grow all willy nilly. You can't just let them just grow out because then they get what well, they say leggy. I don't know what the heck that means, but essentially it, it's long without a bunch of without leaves. So I guess that means it'll die. So what I ended up having to do is I had to like, I had to trim it a little bit, cut it out, cut part of it and then replant the part that I cut. You know, I don't know much. I don't have, I can keep plants alive, but when it comes to like stuff like that, that's like technical stuff. And I didn't realize that that was the case, uh, but that is the case. It's a case with plants, the case with beards, the case with uh, your life, you know, it's a case with obstacles in your life. You know, the thing is that if you don't have any obstacles, you don't have any obstructions, you don't have any challenges in your life, you're never going to grow strong, right? Because everything, if everything is given to you, we can, you can probably think about a, a, a thousand people, maybe not right off the bat, but we could probably name a thousand people that have actually have gotten some kind of success, but it was given and given to them somehow. And because it was given to given to them, they lost that success. I mean, pretty much every lottery winner, that's the case, right? I mean, they don't, they didn't earn it. So once they get it, they don't know what to do with it because they had they're not used to that lifestyle. They didn't have that mentality of having money. So they spend their money on silly things. And all of a sudden, five years later, I think that is the, the stats. It's like the stat is like five years after every lottery winner wins, 98% of them are bankrupt or have less money than when they started with, which is crazy. But, but if you think about it, I mean, it just makes sense. If you don't, if you're not used to the obstacles that are going to be in your way, you're not going to be able to conquer those obstacles. And those obstacles are just going to literally run you ragged. So a lot of times, like just people end up looking at the problem and they get just dumbstruck. They don't know what to do. They're just looking at the problem. They're constantly just staring at the problem. And that problem just remains. They have, you know, maybe they think of a solution and if the solution doesn't work, the problem's still there. But the thing is that if you want to be successful, if you want to have happiness in your life, the key is not to dwell on the problems because we're always going to have problems. You know, the, the problems will be there from the day you're born, you know, like until the day you die. And I'm just thinking of things that happen to people that are born and I can't think of anything at the top of my head. I can think of something my son was dealing with not too long ago was tying his shoes. And uh, <laughs> we're still working on that. But yeah, that's one thing that, like, you know, we deal with. You know, there's not many people that are grown adults that are walking around with Velcro shoes because we've learned how to tie our shoes. We've not focused on the problem of not being able to tie our shoes. You work, no, you focus on the solution of tying your shoes and having shoes that have shoelaces. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, the thing is that like, instead of focusing on how big your problem is, you know, like that's the key for a lot of people. They just say, oh, my problem is just so huge. Like, you know, I have this debt or I have this addiction or I have this self to this negative self-talk or I'm just stuck in this comfort zone that I just can't get out of. People focus on the problem when in all actuality, they should be focusing on their potential. And I'm not just saying this think all like woo woo and be all positive and stuff like that. What I'm saying is focus on your attributes, focus on your attitude, focus on what you can do to create a better situation for yourself. Focus on who you are as a person because you have unlimited potential. Think about this. You, we're living in 2021. Our ancestors probably got on this planet, maybe in a conservative guess, 200,000 years ago. I mean, it's been, you know, some people say 200,000, some people say up to 800,000 years ago, but just think about that. And if we're being conservative, we'll say you've had about a thousand ancestors, right? A thousand, uh, you know, grandparents and grand, you know, great-grandparents, et cetera, et cetera, right? So, 
Think about this. Your, your great grandparents did not live in 2020. Your great grandparents lived in a time where your great great grandparents, however far you want to go back, they lived in a time where there was before electricity, before smartphones, before planes, before cars, before television, before the internet. They lived in the times where they had to hunt their food. They had lived in a time where their biggest obstacle, their biggest problem was lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my. But they had real issues. Not saying that you don't have real issues because, you know, it, it being, you know, poor and bankrupt is a real thing, right? Not having resources is a real thing. Not having friends is a real thing. Not being able to control yourself is a real thing. But the things that we are dealing with are not the same things that our ancestors dealt with. They're, we could probably all agree that they dealt with some really major stuff. However, they clearly succeeded because clearly you are here. So, you come from a long line of people that really had some serious, serious adversity, yet you were here. So the point I'm, I'm making by bringing that, bringing that up is that like, no, no matter how terrible your situation is, you have to accept that you have the ability to conquer it. You have some responsibility in creating that situation, no matter what, no matter what you believe the situation is or who is at fault. Maybe someone might have a lot of majority stake in it, but still accept that you have some even if it's a small percentage of responsibility, you still have responsibility in that situation. And at the very minimum, your responsibility in that situation is for you to get out of that situation. Okay, so it's not necessarily that like you cause a situation, you created the situation that you put the situation on yourself, but it's, it's all the time, you know, it's not all the time that you put the situation on yourself or someone put it on you, but it is all the time that it's your responsibility to get yourself out of that situation. And it's not necessarily uh, that you have to go fight a war that you have to, you know, write your congressman or something like that, but you have to change your attitude. You have to change your belief that you can, con that, you know, change your belief from what is this problem and why is this happening to me to this problem, this problem is great because it's gonna make me grow <laughs> like the beard and the hedges, grow back thicker and stronger. Hopefully not thicker, like fatter, but you get what I'm saying. You know, it's like when we have these obstacles, you know, like that's, that's the same thing with, with working out and lifting weights. When you lift weights, you break your muscles down, they break down. They get cut down like the hedges. They get cut down like the beards. But at the same time, you grow, your muscles grow back stronger because of that adversity, because of those bench presses that you did, because of those push-ups that you did, because of those squats that you did. You grow back stronger because of the fact that you faced adversity willingly. That, that's what I wanted to talk about today is because there's so many situations that I could, I'm thinking about uh, Tom Brady off the top of my head. Tom Brady, he was a, um, he's my favorite quarterback. And uh, no matter what you may think, you know, I, I've been a Patriots fan since day one. Now, this was before Tom Brady. So, I actually was not uh, exactly a Tom Brady fan right off the bat. I was always a Drew Bledsoe. He was the quarterback that preceded Tom Brady. It was Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe was my favorite quarterback of all time. He was like, I followed him in high school or not high school. I followed him when he was in college because the Patriots are so, were so bad. I had to watch college football. <laughs> Look, like, I, like I was a scout for the Patriots. Like, who are we getting next? Right. And I remember watching this guy, Drew Bledsoe, and he's like, this guy is amazing. He had a cannon of an arm. He was really smart on the field and he was athletic. You know, I mean, he wasn't fast, but he was athletic. So he could throw that ball again, like 100 yards and he could zip that ball in there, you know, at 100 miles an hour. So I was like, this guy is going to be the truth. And I, we really, we, listen to me. That's what a, a true fan sounds like. We, I wasn't, I didn't play not one down for the Patriots. <laughs> I'm talking about we. But yeah, I mean, he did a great job for the Patriots. He took them out of uh, relative obscurity into playoff contenders. And it was you know, about four or five years, I believe, that Drew Bledsoe played. And then uh, this guy named Tom Brady gets drafted in the sixth round. And I'm like, who is this Tom Brady guy? This guy's a lame-o. I mean, like, he's going to be the backup. And he lo and behold, he was the backup. And then one game, I still remember this game. I think it was, they played against the Jets. And this linebacker named Mo Lewis hit Drew Bledsoe right as, he, as he's running out of bounds. And I'm like, oh, what a dirty hit. Oh, I hate you, Mo Lewis. You just killed my quarterback. And he pretty much you didn't kill him. But he definitely changed the, the, the path of his career. Drew Bledsoe was never the same after that hit. You know, he, I don't think he ever returned back to the Patriots. I think he played for the Bills, and he was a decent quarterback. And then he went to the Cowboys, and he was like 
definitely wasn't the same. But anyways, uh, Tom Brady comes trotting on the field after Drew Bledsoe gets knocked out. And I'm like, what's this guy going to do? And he, he he won that game. He actually won that game. And afterwards, you know, I looked into this uh, into this Tom Brady guy. And I'm like, who is this guy? And he just so happened to be this, like, the prototypical quarterback, I guess. Is that the, is that the right word, prototypical? Maybe he – maybe – I, probably the best word just to be like, he's the perfect quarterback for the Patriots. The Patriots were always known as like a workhorse type team. They were like a bunch of scrubs, not scrubs, but a bunch of like not real big stars, but they all worked together as a team. In fact, I think in their first Super Bowl, instead of having like the team captains come out, because that's like a tradition in the Super Bowl is the team captains come out. They all came out on the field together. So that was a you know a symbolism of how much they didn't really see anybody as a star on their team. So back to what I was saying about Tom Brady. This is one of his first interviews, they were talking about how he was a backup in college and how he got drafted in the sixth round. And now he's in the playoffs as you know, a quarterback that's had like maybe three, three play or three games, you know, not playoff, not even playoff games, just three games of experience. So I was like, Oh my goodness. But the guy, he had so much poise in the interview and all he talked about was how, I don't remember exactly what he said for verbatim because it was over 20 years ago. Uh, but, and he's still playing, by the way. Jesus, this guy has definitely got a huge chip on his shoulder. But that's what he said. He said, I feel like I have a chip on my shoulder. Back in college, I was a, I was a backup. Nobody believed in me. Now I'm in the pros. And they were cheering for Drew Bledsoe uh, while he while Tom Brady was playing. And he just felt like he had a, a huge chip on his shoulder. So I was like, I, I, I dig this guy. But that kind of goes back to what I was saying before is that he had all these all these factors going against him, all these problems. And he didn't think about what his problems were because he couldn't really control whether or not he had those problems. Well, what he could control is if he believed in his potential. And he talked about how hard he worked. The guy worked hard. I mean, he was always on the field, always throwing to people. He was always studying film. He was always in the, the weight room. And I mean, he even came up with this thing called the TB12 method. He had his own method. And I mean, apparently it works because the guy has played almost, he's one of the longest tenures in the league you know i think this is his 21st or 22nd year in the league and that's i mean that's the nfl these people get bones broken on the regular this guy actually tom brady he actually tore his mcl like broke his knee in half i remember watching that that was against the the kansas city chiefs and they, they, i think they changed the the rules for him because of that you know you say what you will about that but he definitely could have could have you know packed his bags he could have just said hey you know i had a good career i was doing what i was doing and i was on the top but he just kept coming back and he just kept saying that you know, he is responsible for his own destiny. And that's how he approached that type in that book that I read, the TB12 method. Essentially, that's what he what he proclaims is that he is in control of his own destiny. Now, whether that's true or not, we will never know. Right. I mean, we won't know until well, we'll never know, probably. But what we do know is that we'll always have problems. And no matter what, you're not going to get rid of those problems. The only thing you can do is either prevent those problems or fix those problems. Anything else is just a waste of time and resources. So. Again, what I'm saying here is that like adversity, no matter what it is, you know, like with Tom Brady. So we could talk briefly about when I first started the general fitness company. Uh, you probably heard the story a million times, but I'll tell you for a million one. When I first started this company, I was, I, I was doing doing what I could to keep it afloat. Let's put it that way. Cause I didn't know, you know what I was doing. I thought, you know, a couple, you know, I thought I would need a, a lot less money than I did. <laughs> so uh, probably about four months into starting this company, I had like no money and I had no electricity in my house. And I was literally just trying to like hold on and survive and make this thing work. And I, and I didn't get down. See, this, that's the thing. It's like a lot of people are like, are you doing okay? You know, you look really skinny because <laughs> I wasn't eating like normal. You know, I was eating rice and beans. And if I wanted to treat, I would get like some Vienna sausages and I put them in the rice and beans. And if I really wanted to treat, I'd get some eggs. So I pretty much lived off of eggs, rice and beans and Vienna sausages for probably about 18 months. And, you know, that's that's what it, what it was. You know, I, again, I could have packed up my bags and said, hey, you know what? This ain't working. I'm going to go find me a job, you know, a nice job, maybe tw- pays me $20, $25 an hour. You know, I have an MBA, so it's not that hard to find something like that. Or at least it wasn't that hard to find something like that back when I was starting this thing off in 2017. 
mean? But I didn't think like, oh my goodness, this problem is so huge. This is, oh, I can't overcome it. Instead, I thought, oh my goodness, this is a huge problem or this is a huge issue, not a problem, but it's a huge issue, but I'm just going to grow from this. And I can't wait to see exactly what is going to happen on the other end of this. You know, I never thought like, this is going to crush me. This is going to, you know, this is going to end me. This is going to, you know, whatever. I didn't think that. I never thought negatively. Uh, instead of thinking like, what, what if, you know, like, what if this happens? What if that happens? I was more thinking like, when is, like, when is this going to happen? When is this good stuff that I know was going to happen, happen? And I never really thought that any, I never thought of, never, actually thought otherwise. I never thought that it wouldn't happen. I just was more just on the side of when is the good stuff going to happen? I know. I, don't, I just thought like, hey, this, all this stuff is just going to help me grow. No matter what you're doing, if you want growth, the only way you're going to get that growth is not by staying in the comfort zone, not by doing exactly what you've been doing. You're going to have to step outside that comfort zone. You're going to have to face that adversity, face that challenge and grow through it. I mean, that's really telling is that, hey, I mean, like, you know, we can go right down the line. You know, your beard can't grow unless you cut it. Well, I mean, it will grow, but, you know, probably won't grow as fast. Your hedges, definitely, I learned that, your hedges don't grow unless you cut them. They will grow, but they grow a lot faster and a lot thicker if you cut them. Your muscles, they don't grow if you watch, if you watch uh, workout videos. They don't grow if you just stand in the gym and stare at people work out. The muscles only grow if you lift weights. Same with you. The only way you're going to grow is if you willingly go through that adversity and come out on the other side stronger. And that's just really how it goes. You know, just assume that you're strong because believe me, you have the potential. Again, you have a hundred, you know, a thousand ancestors that really, that face things that are just probably not, you can't even imagine the things that they face, you know, between death and disease and, and, uh, you know, natural predators, bears. And like I said, you know, like they faced a lot, but yet you're still here. So listen, listen, you can do it. Whatever you think is a problem, it is not a, it's, well, I'm not going to gaslight you and say your problems aren't problems, but you have the potential, you have the strength to get through those problems. You have the strength to get past those and overcome those because you come from a long line of people that have conquered. You come from a long line of people that essentially are responsible for you being here. So yeah, do your ancestors proud. I should name this. <laughs> that should be the name of this. Do your ancestors proud. But yeah, do your ancestors proud because no matter what the situation is, believe me, you can get through this. So yeah, that's what I got for today. I really do appreciate you listening. And I, I just really want to emphasize that, you know, because like there's just so many people that, you know, they look at the problem and they feel like, I don't know if I can get through this and I don't know what else can, what else I can do because it just seems like everything is against me. But just believe me, when those things, when things are coming against you, where you feel like things are going against you, that's exactly when they're actually going for you. Because those things that are going against you, they're only in front of you because... <laughs> You are meant to conquer those things so you can get stronger. I mean, you're never going to run across something that is just going to be too big for you to handle. It just doesn't happen that way. You're not going to will. You're not going to willingly run into something that is going to. Well, I mean, sometimes it happens, but for the most part, for most of us in everyday life, you're not going to run into something that's going to kill you by trying to uh, under undertake it, undergo it. You're going to run into some obstacles that are going to be difficult, but those obstacles are just going to make you better and they're going to make you stronger. So just believe in yourself. That's all I'm really saying here is that no matter what the situation is, believe that you have the that you have the strength and believe that you are the one that is responsible responsible for getting you to the other side. All right. So take care, my friends. I really want you to believe in yourself because I believe in you if you believe in you. All right. Now take care. And as always, keep good company.